what the hell do you even do for a for an intro for this episode? It's it's unprecedented. Do we have anything? Do we even have like any material? No? Fuck me. the pure 39 podcast my name is ben and with me is nobody actually <laughs> i am uh rocking solo today uh, uh nothing nothing too serious but uh still is taking the week off and i i realized like i could bring anya on but that's I, not that she can't do it of course but it's just a lot of effort in the setup. Like I have one mic and it is not designed it's not designed to be like an interview mic, you know? Um like the Blue Yeti, for example, uh Babby's first uh first big mic. That has a setting on it to be like two people talking across or like an omni setting or whatever, so you can you can get the whole room or whatever you need. My mic does not have that. So uh, when we've tried doing this before, our setup is literally side by side and both like facing the screen and like having to lean into the mic. And it's like it works. It's just super awkward. So um, I figured it'd just be easier, less prep, <laughs> less stress maybe to do it on my own so here i am what am i gonna talk about i mean <laughs> we'll find out along the way right um i have a little friend here to help so that should you know not be too bad i'll try not i'll try to keep the drinking noises to a minimum though of course nobody likes it nobody likes too much slurpy slurp on on mike but uh oh, I got a hobgoblin ruby beer. It's an English English beer. Yeah, it's nice. It's nice. A little fruity, a little figgy. Nice. Um Yeah, I mean I was sitting on the <laughs> on the porcelain throne earlier and I thinking like what what the hell am I gonna do for this monologue for my magnum opus? I don't know. I mean, I've been thinking about time today, I guess. I got down a rabbit hole earlier of, like, what what don't we know historically? Or what, what do we know that we don't know? You know? Or, or things in the past, uh, what did we, what didn't we know that we didn't know? Like, this, there's, because, you know, there's so much shit. Like, there's there's so much that we just can't. No, <laughs> we won't ever know possibly and it was super interesting i mean there's like there's big stuff right that there that has been like kind of solved um like the greek fire stuff or like the Ma damascus steel um like some old recipes and everything and it's it, it either been hidden for a reason or just not written about but people managed to to recreate it to a Maybe not perfect degree, but enough of a degree to to call it good. And there's so much more that just we have no fucking clue. 
and people have an idea, but we just don't know, you know? Uh, one of the things was, like, the straw <laughs> that people, like, way back, way, 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 way long time ago would, like, use inside of their house, like, just spread on the floor. And it's, like, we don't know how the fuck they, like, we know that they used it. We don't know how they used it. Like, did they just spread it? Did they coat the floor? Did they roll it in bundles? Like, we don't know this little specific thing. And why the hell would we? Who the fuck doesn't know how you... <laughs> Bud, you, you... What do you mean you don't know how to spread straw on your floor? Like, what are you doing over there in fucking downtown shitville? You know? It, nobody, nobody here is writing about... Uh, I mean, in, there's no, like... Well, we'll get to that later. I have a, <laughs> I have a train of thought, and I'm looking a few stations ahead. Like, the histor nobody's writing historically about mundane stuff, right? Like, most people are not going to be writing about uh, how to shut down a computer. Who the fuck doesn't know how to shut down a computer? We don't need that. If I'm on Windows 10, I don't need to write down, like, in my journal, like, shut down the computer today. This is how it went. Like, everybody, it's that little stuff that just everybody knows, and why the hell would you write it? Or, like, I'm not writing about, uh, I don't know, Freddie Mercury. You know, everybody knows who he is. Maybe not these days, but the point stands. Like, just super famous people that everybody knows. Um, so, yeah, just that idea of, like, stuff getting, getting lost to history and kind of getting a little melancholic. Is that the right right adjective i've nobody here to to correct me i suppose so i'll say it's right but that idea of like I, i've been focusing on my music collection right digital music i should say um finding high quality files finding the right mastering of something the right blah 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 vinyls versus cd or cassette or digital a remaster, a re-release, re-recorded, whatever. A lot of time. And it's... I think it's pretty well organized. You know, I got the artist, and then inside I have each thing sorted by year. If it's a notable release, like the, the, the code, the CD code, so, you know, people know which release it is. That's like, that's gonna be gone someday. Probably. I mean, maybe not. I don't I don't fucking know what my descendants will be like. But there's so much more that we can keep now compared to to like my, my parents, my grandparents, my my great grandparents. Like you have uh, to a certain extent, you have like maybe objects, you know, of course, family heirlooms are just like fuck, maybe somebody has a <laughs> they just have plates that happen to survive the the centuries for some reason and they still got them from their from their family but you know letters maybe or photographs certainly uh maybe a portrait or something if your family was saucy enough but what in theory could i leave to to my descendants to my kids to my grandkids to to people everything holy shit think of how much digital content can be passed down and i think this is like are people more aware of this now i don't know like do you think about it more person who's listening to this i i certainly think about it a shitload 
like not necessarily like oh what will i leave to my kids but like all the content that's out there you know how many there's i know there's there's numbers floating around they're easy enough to find of like how many dead people have a facebook account you know how many people have you been using facebook and died and their profile is just rolling you know i knew at least one person and that was after they had implemented the like in memoriam thing so people weren't interacting with the page but there's so many more, I'm sure. And like, how many will there be in 10, 20, 30, 40 years for everything? How many internet users out there? You know, how many, how many people on Discord have died and they're just offline in a bunch of servers, you know? So just that idea of like, you can, leave, you can die and just leave stuff behind unintentionally. I'm right on this very podcast, any, any content that you put up online, like how long will this survive? Will it survive I, for a few years? Of course, you know, especially, I mean, this is a, a Pinecast is a, is a paid hosting service, but is someone out there recording this? Is this going somewhere in their servers? Will it be uploaded someday? There's millions millions of podcasts that are not even close enough in notoriety to be recognized on on any level and maybe don't deserve to be but do they deserve to be lost forever you know that's still and this is getting into like data preservation stuff you know archiving like just because something's not technically deemed worthy of being saved is it still worthy just in the sense that by not having it, you are depriving someone somewhere of an experience that they might like? You know, these episodes get a handful of listeners, five, six, ten, in the case of the Death Note one, like 50. Uh, there are people, a very tiny, teeny little subset of the human population who are listening to these. And in theory, like there would be people who enjoy them before, but there's such a flood and it's all just, I mean, where did, where the hell does it all go? Should it go anywhere? I, there are people trying to preserve, like, everything, you know? I mean, games, certainly, movies. Uh, I, I don't think the world, <laughs> barring any very strange circumstances, I don't think the world will ever have to worry again about, like, not having a movie, game, or song that is not like stupidly obscure um if it's released officially in any capacity i mean you get to the point where it's like it needs to be just notable enough right um like even i've been as i mentioned across the couple different places now been getting into roguelikes and that's a traditional roguelikes like your ascii bullshit turn-based og rogue nonsense and that's a genre that has a lot of individuals making their first game or just a little idea they had or doing like a, a seven day challenge for creating a game and there's a list like there's a huge archive um like collecting these games and trying to keep track of them all and i think there's like a hundred between one and two hundred that are just unaccounted for like there's mentions of them and people say like oh maybe this was just never released and the internet archive does a pretty good job of like in the Wayback machine pretty good job of 
linking to them. I mean, just the other day, someone said they couldn't find a download for one. I got curious, just one of those random things I decided to latch onto. After a bit of digging in the Wayback Machine, I, I found, like, a post that linked that the creator of this game that was non-existent at the time, um, he was like, oh, that's a good post. It inspired me. Here's mine. And then following that link, there was another link to his blog post, which was another link that had a link to his, like, the 2.1 version of this game that was missing. And it was only the demo. And you had to, like, pay to unlock the full game. And it's like, okay, this has been defunct for nine years. I tried paying for the code, and it unlocked. Like, it worked. And there it was. But how many of the... There's, like, another hundred games that that's not going to happen for, you know? Like, people know they exist, and maybe they were good. Maybe one of those games is, like, my perfect game. But I'll never know, because I'm not going to... I'm not going to ever experience it, in all likelihood. And there's... <laughs> let's be real, there's enough games anyway, but... You know, it's just that idea of what what content will be there. You know, what will people have? Obviously, you have your big shit, like Wikipedia or whatever. But there's just so much. And even for, like, my stuff, you know. It's not that I would feel the need to... I'm not like, oh, man, I'm going to die soon. I need to leave people's stuff. But I don't want this music collection to go anywhere. Shit. Like, my dad has a huge CD collection. and a, uh, Not a... A giant, giant vinyl collection, but, like, I can't lift it all at once. That's, I mean, it fits in a tub, but it's a it's a big fucking tub. And, like, I don't want that to go anywhere. I want to keep that. Is it understandable if someone doesn't? I, yeah, absolutely. That's a, a shitload of stuff. That's a lot of physical space you're taking up. But, and I don't need to keep all of it, you know? Do I need, like... The D-tier Bee Gees albums? No. I really don't. I need, like, a Greatest Hits collection, and that's it. But keeping some of that stuff is is important to me. And hopefully, like, my descendants will, will feel that way about, about the music that I'm collecting or something. And it's like, you know, you leave the option, right? In some cases, there was an old car that I wish my dad would have given me the option to... Uh, <laughs> to take at some point but on the flip side the pr proceeds from selling that car probably went to my school so there's that but yeah it's just you know and like I don't know being forgotten by the in the annals of time just it doesn't trip me out necessarily it's it's less of a like it's less impending doom or like anxiety and more just kind of in awe at the at the vastness of it, you know? Like there's stuff even from shit 10, 20 years ago that people can't find. Stuff I'm sure something's out there that came out like 2 years ago and it's already lost. You know, maybe someone made a song and they scrapped the project. It was available on Bandcamp for like a minute Something like that. I was just gone forever. You find you can find whispers of it. Or like all of the all of the little websites, you know? Like I grew up on internet forums. I didn't quite uh let's see. I I swung the MSN Messenger. I, I, I made it into that era a little bit. 
like uh, several years, I guess throughout high school or a large chunk of high school and like middle school and everything. That's where people were communicating, which seems forever ago, but, and then IRC, you know, you had the forum, then you had the IRC chat. So it was, you know, that was a thing. Those forums are long gone. I think one of them is still up, but the, the, the two main ones, I, the one that's in between, the one that transitioned me between the first and the third uh, is still going, but those other two are, are gone. Do they exist in some format on the Wayback Machine? I'm sure. I'm sure I could even find my own, like, account page if I really wanted to, but, you know, just there's, there's so much that just gets absorbed or goes away, and it, maybe it's good. You know, that thought occurred to me. In the game, uh, spoilers for a bit here, in the game Horizon Zero Dawn, uh, the, uh, not the, not the antagonist of the, of, like, in the game, the, the previous era, but really in our more immediate future, uh, Ted Faro, 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 whatever, um, he basically fucks over the world a fair bit by choosing and this i mean it's bad because he did it on his own uh basically decided to shut down the portion of a thing that would teach the remnants and descendants of humanity like all of our history you know culture wars arts sickness medicine death like it's just all gone and he gets hated on a lot for that and I think a lot of people take it pretty at face value. Like, you're depriving people of this knowledge. His argument is that if people know, then history will just repeat itself. And if they don't know, maybe it'll be better. Maybe it won't repeat as fast. Maybe it won't repeat at all. I can see that, you know? I don't think... I'm not saying we should go out and, like fucking start burning books or whatever or like actively not teach important historical things but how long do you hold on to it you know especially for little shit like does everything need to be preserved i think no you know I, there are definitely people who say yes but in the end i think no and i mean i've joked it's it's still a, a, a sensitive subject, I guess, but I did joke like, you know, you have Pearl Harbor, you have 9-11, you have June 19th, you have 4th of July, you have your your tragedies, your holidays, your whatever. At what point will we just every day will be something? And it's a... I mean, it's me being a fucking prickish 13-year-old is when I said it in seriousness. But there is something, you know, like how will we ever fill up? How long will we remember these things, you know? A lot of people, like, and it is it is what it is. But, you know, everybody remember, you know, the Remembrance Day is for Pearl Harbor. But, like, what about when we drop the, the bombs, you know? It comes with both. Like, 300 years from now, we still going to be doing, like, in Remembrance Day for Pearl Harbor and 
400, 500 years, a, a, a thousand years. I'm not saying we shouldn't. I'm just saying, like, will we? Like, how long is this stuff going to remember? I mean, shit. I could ask me when Lincoln was assassinated. Ask me when Kennedy was assassinated. Ask me when Columbine happened. I don't know. You know, like, that's... And Columbine was, like... I, was I alive? I honestly forget if Columbine was, like, 89 or 99. If it was late 80s, late 90s. I'm 94, so, like... <laughs> It's around, you know? But that's how quick that shit just, like, we're already a few decades away, and it's just, whoop, just gone. Like, fuck, I, it's, it's stupid as hell. I hate, I've never ever saying that we should deny stuff. That's fucking ridiculous. But, like, they're already the, you know, the kids that don't know about 9-11 at all. And, I mean, there have been those kids for a long time now. But, yeah, just, what will we, what don't we know now? What will we not know in the future? It's a wild, it's a wild concept. And I'm realizing that, like, part of the problem with this monologue is that when the hell am I supposed to catch my breath? You know, you're like, you guys, you can hear me exhaling. Like, it's, oh, those deep breaths. And I, my beer is just sitting here sweating. Jesus, I'm going to, I'm going to take a, I'm going to grab a gulp here. I'm going to wet my whistle. Will I edit it out? Hell no. I'm not going to mark this where every time I take a drink. Frick that. Yeah, it's, it's wild to think about. In a, in a good way. I don't know. I like being intimidated on a. On a scale like that of time or life or death. I mean, shit, that, uh, I was going to say Alan Parsons, but that is <laughs> not the right person. Alan, hmm, uh, modern philosopher, Alan somebody, fuck, I think it's Alan. Boy, I hope it's Alan. That's going to, I'm never finding that video again. Um, it's not Alan Rickman. <laughs> Lee? I don't think it's Alan Lee. I have no fucking idea. Who cares? Um, did a bunch of talks on, on various philosophical subjects and a lot of lectures. And you can find a shitload of YouTube videos where it's like he was, he was late enough that the, the, there was recordings and there still are like you can buy a full DVD set. But it was early enough where, like, some of the quality is still shit. And a lot of YouTube videos where it's, like, him talking and then it's cut over with, like, inspirational music or whatever. Or, like, meditation music, that sort of shit. And I mentioned this quote before, but he has a, a bit where he talks about uh, death and reincarnation. And his argument is that if you, if reincarnation is you being born as a... A, a child or a creature with no memory of yourself right so functionally like you're reincarnated so you have that scenario and the second option is you die and statistically speaking at the same moment a child is born those are like the same thing right like there's no functional difference if you don't remember yourself your past self versus just you die and someone else is born 
and that just like that stuck with me and the, the idea of like you might cease to exist but life some version of i that's going to continue and i, I don't know that fucking hit me i still think about it <laughs> it's still i don't lay awake at night i don't stress over it at all um because as we've talked about like i'm not I'm sort of in that weird, wishy-washy, agnostic, not agnostic kind of Christian, raises Christian, but not really Christian, don't know what's going to happen sort of stance. And that really, I mean, it, it makes me feel better, but it also just instills that that awe, you know, that, that sense of scale that I, I so yearn for in all of my media. But I like thinking about that shit. You know, sometimes even like it gives me a little bit of anxiety, like the idea that it's possible that when we die, there's just nothing. And like, what the hell was the concept of nothing? Or like when when some little kid, like there was a video of some little kid and their dad is asking them like, oh, what, like, you know, where do, where do babies come from? And they have like some little kid bullshit excuse, you know, or uh, explanation, right, for like all of these adult topics, that sort of shit. And he's like, oh, what, uh, where were you before I was before you were born? And the kid was like, "Well, I was dead." I mean, are they wrong? You know, what's the functional fucking difference between being like getting old and dying or dying from like a, a wound or sickness or whatever and just not existing in the first place? Uh uh, uh inspirational music, meditation, drone, uh, it's the memories we leave behind or some bullshit, I don't know. But eh, just that stuff. I like get a little bit fucked up, you know? It's good for the... <laughs> then when you go back to playing video games, it just, you know, feels good to sink out of it or something. Yeah. That was on my mind. While reading stuff earlier and taking a dump. I'm 25 minutes in, so that's pretty good. Don't know... Uh... Don't know what I got from here, but yeah, I mean, I guess the, let's see, casual things on my mind. Hmm. <laughs> Going back to America soon. So that'll be, that'll be interesting. I mean, it's the whole, like, I'm looking forward to going back, but plane ride's gonna be such a bitch and like i hate it i hate that i'm fucking vaccinated and i still have to wear a mask and really what i mean is i hate that people are stupid as shit and this is still going on two weeks am i right guys Ugh. but i mean even even without covid being a bitch like that trip is still long it's just extra annoying now but I'm looking forward to it. Can toss a chair in the lake, drink all day. Uh, whenever a pontoon or a boat passes, raise the drink and give them a little hey or an ahoy, something classic. But we'll see. I feel like there's going to be arguments with my parents a little bit. I've been fairly fortunate that uh, the last five-ish years have not, they haven't led to strife that is like a complete bridge burning in my family, at least for the most part. But 
it did create enough that like I do have to hold myself back. I'm a I'm a little I think with family I'm a little I'm a little hot, I'm a little heated, bit of a short fuse. Like with friends, I I think I get annoyed very not easily. With games, uh, yeah, you throw me in a fucking MOBA or Magic or something, I'm gonna like count the count the seconds you know start the timer and then it's like a speed record to how quickly i get tilted and it's whatever but i think when it comes to to like friends and stuff i don't i don't get too annoyed i mean at this point like i just i guess i'm not going out i'm not trying to stay friends with people who annoy me you know like if 30 percent of our interactions are me feeling like you're a piece of shit like we're just not going to interact uh, this whatever um and for you know the first chunk of my life at a small school that's kind of unavoidable you know there are people that you know, like okay well i'm not really a fan of half the shit you do but whatever we'll work on this project and get it over with but with family ooh, i mean all it takes is one person being like all lives matter and i'm like uh and it puts me in that weird spot, you know? Like, I, I, in a sense, I admire people who can be very polari polarized about it. Like, oh, you don't, like, you voted for Trump and you are like, all lives matter? That's enough. That's it. Don't tell me anything more. You're fucking out. I respect that to a degree, you know? Like, you have your principles, obviously, and these are, like... It, it, it's shitty because for the last five years, like there have been a lot of hills to die on. And I think they're justifiable hills. But like for me, it's hard because I know so many people, so many people that I grew up with and like Wisconsin, central Wisconsin, bumfuck nowhere, Wisconsin, uh, pretty redneck, pretty conservative. I mean, younger people, very progressive still, but also conservative. So, I know a lot of people, like people older than me, I should say, who who voted for Trump, but at the same time, and like hold some of these ideas about like the protests and everything else, whatever. But at the same time, they're like, these are the people who, if their neighbor, regardless of their neighbor's race, creed, religion, sexuality, whatever, like they would, they you know, they'll help build the fence or tear down the shed or like mow the mow the lawn or whatever. Like, just, they're helping their immediate neighbor. And it's so hard to fucking reconcile that, you know? Like, you're you're a good person. You've been a good person, my, like, for 25, 26, 27 years of my life. And then suddenly it's like, Jesus Christ, you're a, a piece of shit. Kind of. Sort of. Fully? I don't know. <sighs> so, yeah. It's, like, kind of in that realm of, like, you're a good person person <laughs> like four fifths five six whatever percent of the time but is that last bit like am i correct in getting into a fight i don't fucking know my siblings certainly disagree but they they're not guilt they're not guiltless shit the one time i got into a little unrelated unrelated to these lovely topics uh spat with my with my mom on the phone like nothing nothing bad you know like it was fine um 
but it turns out like three hours earlier my brother had gotten into the exact same argument with her so she was super pissed i thought it was hilarious she laughs about it now but <laughs> like can you like is it worth getting into these fights i don't fucking know probably probably on some some level just like even if they're not like super bad and you're not like for me again maybe i'm being a little bitch like not taking that full full principled stance but i think it's good in a way like it lets the person know right it lets the person know that like you disagree with this at least something yeah enough of that though i'll I'll transition it's just so easy to talk about you know like it's that <laughs> i'm not using this as a therapy session or anything but like it's such an easy thing to talk about it's not a it's not a thing that i talk about a lot with people i guess because like who the fuck wants to talk about it right god damn this is why i'm like anya i don't want to watch this like horribly dramatic powerful war film about the atrocities committed by so-and-so like in world war one world war two the armenian genocide like i just i it, it's important of course this film is incredibly important and incredibly powerful and i recognize that i should probably watch it this is not the decade for <laughs> me to watch it the 2020s are a wash like, the next nine years hit me with, like, you know what? I'll cry. Sure. Hit me with that anime. Hit me with that, like, those comics. Hit me with shit that's not gonna, like, be terrible. You know? Like, terrible because I've had to deal with, some, like, such bullshit. Ugh. That's why, that's why we play games, right? Complete... <laughs> And watch films. A completely apolitical experience. I'm not. I'm not going there. I'm, the the joke was made on letting it rest. Why I've been playing games. I mean, I've I've dipped back into, uh, Surlim Surlim Ultimate. Great little game. Uh, <laughs> I seem to be the only one who likes it. Uh. It made me realize how much I appreciate the idea of a build, you know? Whether it's magic, you know, you're building your deck, or I guess like the other game that I play frequently that comes to mind is Nova Drift. You know, you're assembling your little ship, your, your weapon of choice, you're picking your perks based on synergies and blah, 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 blah. Uh, different than Isaac. Not something like Isaac where it's like a build that you kind of fall into, but a thing that you design. You're designing something to be the, the best it can be. Whether whether you're thinking to yourself, okay, I want to play a mono white counterspell deck or like a fuck green deck or whatever. How far can I take this? How much can I optimize this stupid thing in my head? Or just in general, you know, how... How much can I optimize? You know, what is the best deck in Magic right now? That's not a literal question. I don't care. Um, but that idea, I, I, it's something that, because I've been getting out of, I haven't played Arena in ages, and there hasn't been another card game that has, like, captured my attention, because it turns out, like, Magic is 
still the best one by such a large margin that nothing else is actually worth playing. So there's that. Um, I would play Magic. I would do it up. I wish they would come out with like a single player, like deck builder, possibly roguelike, but doesn't have to be like some sort of experience. That'd be great. Um, but I've missed I've missed flexing that that muscle, even though I'm shit at it, except for my legendary. My legendary uh, blue-green uh, ramp steal your shit deck <laughs> that someone else used to get to, like, Mythic 1. I'm going to hang on to that. I don't care that I keep bringing it up. I'm going to fucking hang on to it because I've had so many bad deck ideas. Literally all of them but that one are terrible. So much fun, but not enough, not enough oomph, I suppose. But I miss it. I, I like doing that shit. And that's like what I liked about EDH and everything. But Surlim is pretty good for that. There, there's so much that is viable. Like any dumb idea you have, you can support it. I mean, my current thing right now is like I'm the unicorn team. I literally just like... I saw a stupid combo that really doesn't work. It's very dirtily. And it's like, I'm just going to take these two unicorns. And I'm on my team of six, I'm just going to have three of each. And it just escalated, it kept escalating. It's just a little combo that does like kind of nothing, but it's just enough to build on. And that's like, that's a whole theme across the game. I didn't just get lucky. Like literally anything works is how it's kind of balanced for it. Cause it's a single player experience that's designed to like, you're supposed to become overpowered. And it's just really cool finding those, those little optimizations and being like, oh shit, how can I tweak this thing to, to my liking? I like doing that shit. I'm trying to, like, I mean, of course this is a thing in games like, uh, you know, Diablo, Path of Exile, WoW, fuck, tabletop games, Dungeons and Dragons, that sort of thing. But, eh, I, I shouldn't say all. Like, stuff like World of Warcraft, I think, is kind of limited. Kind of limited. And even, like, something like Magic is a little bit limited. Unless you're very good. Unless your name is Hank, and you can just, like pull a deck out of the ether that's good and also unique <laughs> but stuff like Surlim where it's just such I mean there's a the, the amount of, of shit is huge it's just so stupidly big from the classes that you're picking to the amount of creatures and spells and artifacts and stuff that you can pick from it's just it's massive you know Meanwhile, World of Warcraft, like, that gets solved. Like, I don't know that, I don't know that Surlum actually has a best thing. Even, like, Magic, there's a best thing, but there's always, you know, you can counter it because you're playing against other people at the same time. But, or something like Diablo, there's probably a most powerful class, but you're always on the hunt to improve the thing that you're on or whatever. I don't know. It's just a very, it's a very fun experience. Like, making something that's yours. I suppose, which is kind of a thing I've, I've always liked, you know, even when I was, when I had ideas about, <laughs> about like, uh, modif not, not modifying in like a real way, but like doing stuff to my car, I guess fantasizing really like, you know, what I, I've always loved the idea of like building my own sleeper car, you know, just like a little shitty Chevy Cobalt LS XFE. 
but then it's like it's got the SS engine in it. And it's just you pull up to the fucking red light and just blow someone away. I love the idea of a sleeper and making like doing it myself, even though I can't in that case, like making something your own. I've always loved that idea. And that applies, you know, magic decks. Yeah, they're, the net decking can be fun. And when it's a friend, if it's a friend's concept, I, net decking is great. I love playing friend shit. Because it's fun. It's just cool, like, having something to talk about. And you're like, it, it. even though I'm playing their thing, it still feels like in some small way I'm helping. You know, like, I'm, I'm contributing to the smaller thing. I'm not just looking at, like, the channel fireball top tier thing that, like, 20 people spent, like, a solid two months straight crafting. And then just copying their list and taking it to a tournament. Like, I want it to be mine, even if it's shitty, even if it's suboptimal. And so, you know, with my computer, with my, I guess with my wallpapers, with my music, you know, like the music I'm finding, like for the most part is not so obscure that I cannot find it on like a major streaming service. I think between Bandcamp, Deezer, and I mean like YouTube, it's, it's there. Like I could get all of it and it probably would not cost that much money, especially with, with streaming. But I want it to be mine, you know? I want to have it. Even if I didn't always purchase it. I like my wallpapers. You know, there's so many collections out there. There's so many wallpaper collections that are of varying quality. And so many other people are doing the same thing I do with wallpapers. Where they try to make them, they like, make sure they're perfect. They convert them properly to PNG. They, you know, they hunt for them themselves. They look for the best quality. They don't just go on fucking, like, wallpaper.cc and download, like, the stretched, weirdly cropped 4K thing that's artifact to hell. But I don't want to download those collections. I'll browse through them. I might take a wallpaper or two. I don't want to just grab what someone else has. I want it to be my collection. I want it to mean something to me. That sort of deal. And how, you know, it's it, it shoots me in the foot a lot. Life would be easier in some cases if I wasn't about that. I know sometimes it annoys people that, like, I can't just... Well, not that I can't. I, I refuse to to just take the, the easier way out in that sense. Or I know for magic, like, it frustrates myself that I... You know, I want to do the stupid, dumb deck that's not good. And then I get frustrated when it's not good. Like, what the hell, me? What's with that? Ridiculous. Redonkulous, even. But, I mean, really, for, for games in general, that, that idea of building, like, a build, of crafting a, a certain thing, um, I've just, like, it's single player. I have my tolerance for... For multi, for like competitive, not even competitive, that's too strong a word, but like PvP, all time low. Just zero top, like shooters? No. Card games? No. Fucking RP, like WoW stuff, PvP? Like nope, MOBA's totally out, like just anything. I don't know why, like maybe I just don't, you know, I don't want to fucking lose. I don't, there's nothing right now. I think, that, I think that's the difference, you know, I'm, I'm working this out as I'm speaking. I don't have the time to become good at something or, like, keep up with it. 
I mean, I, I have the time, but like, that's not, not nearly my priority. Right. Like when I was younger, I could just play Halo three all the time and lose a lot, but then get better and win a fuckload. And you know, it, it would balance out the, all the losses would be balanced out by the wins later. That's just not the case anymore. Like if I sit down and I play like Tarkov for two hours, I don't want to get shit on for two hours and then do the same thing tomorrow. Cause I didn't take the time after losing to get better. I suppose. Or like magic. I want a thing that's mine, but I also just want a thing that works. Because I'm not going to play a shitload of magic. I'm not going to play a ton of whatever. And it's kind of stupid. Like, I know it doesn't matter. It doesn't. It, it matters so stupidly little. But that's what it is, I guess. I guess, like, some exceptions. If there's enough RNG. Like, something like Hearthstone Battlegrounds. I if I I get a I get a little salty, but it's salty at the luck, you know? It's not salty at like getting shit on by someone who's better than me. It's just like, wow, okay, my thing attacked the wrong thing. But you know, that happens to everybody, literally, because there's nothing you can really do about it. And especially if it's like if I played Heroes of the Storm right now, even with a T a full team of five. I think I would get salty. I'm like I'm imagining if I was there. I think I would still get salty if we got if we got shoved in, if we lost real bad. But if I like if I'm playing against friends in magic, EDH or whatever, no salt, zero salt. Playing against friends totally fine. If I'm playing Hearthstone with a friend or two friends or whatever, God willing someday, uh, that'd be great. Like that'd be that'd be totally fine. Um, but but that game, like playing by myself, is also whatever. I could do like group things, I guess. Like doing a magic draft that doesn't that I'm like you know someone else is help like on talking with me or whatever, like helping make the plays, like that sort of thing. That's totally fine. But. Losing makes me salty these days. Don't know why. Fully. Like, the the thing about taking the time, you know, to not get better. And there's no, there's no offset if you're not playing enough. Like, I think that's pretty solid. But, like, I don't know. It, it feels like there was an overlap where that was still the case. And yet I still played things. Because, like, I'm not abysmal at magic. I'm not abysmal at shooters or anything. I just don't. I don't get the dopamine anymore, I guess. Or it's just the time investment, something. Meh. It's whatever. But yeah, games are... Games are still good, in general. And there's a lot of good stuff. There's a lot of good stuff coming out these days. So, that's nice. Yeah. 46 minutes, huh? Do I dare try? Like, what What do I talk? Like, 14 minutes? 14 minutes of bullshitting. Hmm. I mean, I can. I could just keep talking about fucking magic. <laughs> Imagine doing a monologue and it turns into a magic cast. Ugh. There's some self-hate. It's finally cool this week. That's nice. It's like 19 Celsius outside. I'm not going to convert that for anybody. Uh, so that's cool. I don't have the window open right now. And my nose is stuffed as hell for some reason. Maybe you've noticed. 
It wasn't earlier, but I think I was downstairs and there was some dog dander. But yeah, yeah, got my first my first Terry Pratchett book. So diving into Discworld, I shouldn't say my first. I've read the uh, is it a, no Good Omens. For some reason, I get that American Gods confused. Uh, Good Omens, Terry Pratchett and Neil. <laughs> I was about to say Neil Diamond, <laughs> Neil Gaiman, Terry Pratchett, and Neil Gaiman. Uh, Good Omens, I've read before, but uh, I went with Mort for my first Discworld novel, and I, I I know it's not the first one. They did have Colors of Magic, which is the first one, I guess, out of like those forty books, but. I I saw so many I saw enough lists that were like oh where should you start with Terry Pratchett they all had a different book like literally I looked at like 10 different lists and they all had a, 10 different books to start with and then I read an NPR article that was like there's literally no place incorrect place to start read the back and pick one that sounds interesting or pick the fucking judge the book by its cover and I'm like hell yeah brother that's what I'm about I'm like okay death is a character in this one like, he talks, and he's just like a dude. I'm in. Sold. So I've dove into that a little bit. Pretty nice. Probably should finish it before I leave for America, because I'm traveling real light. Just in case I my, my flights line up weird, and I don't, like, my checked luggage is odd. There's a chance it might happen, but I guess I should buy my tickets before determining that. So, yeah. That'll be that'll be a fun little read. I mentioned my my modern Beowulf book already, but that was very good. God, what a what a classic! And I should have, you know what? Fuck! Did, oh, my English professors would be disappointed. There's a perfect link between Beowulf and the stuff I was talking about with like the the annals of time, like the fu- the futility of of achieve of achievement. Uh, during our lives it's a big theme in Beowulf like there's a lot of talk of of glory of protection of now that you're king like your your kingdom is secure you don't have to worry about war or whatever and it's like yeah what fucking happens after you go you know that sort of deal and just a lot of like Oh, I've secured this gold, this treasure for my kingdom. And it's like, yeah, but what happens now? Like, your kingdom falls. You know, it's... Or making a making a tomb that all men will remember. It's like, they don't remember that tomb, dude. <laughs> it's just a, a very, very... Uh, because it's English literature. Arguably important part of that text but not necessarily though most professors or scholars would would tell you that it is but definitely definitely a link that i could have brought up earlier but you have it now so that's fine yeah i mean like you know 50 ish minutes i'm gonna call it good um yeah I don't think I got anything else. I mean, it's not like I really had anything important. This was more or less a stream of consciousness. I hopefully somewhat c- 
coherent or at least something that was semi-enjoyable to listen to or to put on as noise in the background. But, uh, yeah. I mean, it still flew by. I like the sound of <laughs> I love listening to myself talk. Uh, but if you want to hear more, uh, usually with me and Syl, you know, the, the better half of this podcast, uh, you know, you can check us out on various podcast sites places apps whatever google Podcasts, apple Podcasts, stitcher spotify pinecast i don't think iHeartRadio, but like everything else everything but iHeartRadio at this point hopefully to change it some someday but uh yeah if you want to provide monologue topics you know you can hit me and Syl up at pure39podcast at gmail.com. Give me some feedback. Uh, the feedback probably being, you know, write out a list of topics and stick to it instead of winging it. But whatever. It was a decent time. I think it was a, it was a decent episode. I don't know that we've had worse, but again... I think Syl brings a lot to this. I think in general, having for any content like this, I think having multiple, two plus people to, to, to soundboard and bounce off of each other and have like anecdotes, I think that's a little better, but pfft, whatevs. <laughs>